Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And uh, this week we watched Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I have been incredibly excited about this movie. I've got a lot to say. But anyway, I'm I'm Harrison, and I'm Kelton, and I'm Cade, and we will immediately just jump right into our spoiler wall, like we always do. Throw up a minute there for us, Cade, while he's doing that. So the spoiler wall is just our spoiler-free reactions about the movie, where we get a minute to share what we think and then recommend or not recommend the movie at the end of the minute. So if you've never seen this movie and curious if you should listen to it, this is. This is it. You won't be spoiled. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll throw up that minute and get started. Okay, so one minute. Here we go. This is my number one movie in the whole MCU, and it is just so fun to enjoy. I The acting in this movie is phenomenal. The story is incredibly unique. You get a really good action spy thriller. It's not just the typical like superhero good guy versus bad guy movie. You get a great spy thriller. Incredible character development. Great new characters that are introduced. Um the phenomenal music. I'm not sure if I mentioned that the action already, but that's incredible. The cinematography is really good and fun to watch. The iconography is also incredibly good. The the message is really important and incredibly timely, and it's just one that you can watch over and over again and learn from and, and decipher and learn more and more about. It's also great to just like turn off your brain and enjoy the chaotic action for a second and just the way that the actors and everyone making the film contributed to that action. The story is just so fun and unique, and like Captain America... Just really, his whole trilogy is all of those movies are phenomenal. But this particular one is a great, great section of Captain America's story arc. So, conclusion: Would I recommend this movie? Most definitely, I would. Whether you are involved in the MCU or not, whether you've seen other movies or not, this is a movie that you can just enjoy on your own because it stands on its own so well, um, and it's just a movie that deserves so much appreciation. Great movie. All right, my turn. One minute. So. I absolutely love this movie. Like I was looking forward to watching this movie since we started the whole MCU. And as much as I love this movie, I've only seen it once before, but I totally enjoyed it the second time. I had forgotten some things that happened in it, but this is a great movie where I feel like it has a good pace. It doesn't feel too fast or too slow. It has great development, kind of like Harrison mentioned. Um, but I feel like this movie does a really good job at giving you just enough information to get by. This movie has tons and tons of twists. Things that you have no idea is coming, and it's it just keeps you sucked in the entire time. I feel like if you have yet to watch this movie, that is a must. And this is the Kelton guarantee you will enjoy this movie because it is that good. I personally believe like it'll exceed your expectations because it's such a good movie. If you like any kind of action, you will love this, hands down. Kelton Guarantee. I don't think I've ever heard that before. That's a new <laughs> one. <laughs> we just do the segment about that. Okay, here's Cade's minute. All right, spoiler wall. Here it goes. We, 
I haven't seen this movie for quite a long time. The last time I seen this movie was actually from beginning to end was in the theaters, and I was blown away in the theaters. It was just the action is so it grips you, and you you just you're at the edge of your seat, and it's just epic to see. It's an epic movie because it has so much. This there's twists and turns. Like the story is, it's a great story when you're watching it the first time because you see things change so dramatically here and there, and it keeps you on, keeps you just on edge and keeps you guessing. And there, there are some movies out there that they try to be mysterious, and there, there are some that are predictable and some that struggle with it. And but this one, this movie does great about that. It is really holds true to story and gets you surprised, and you enjoy it the whole time. With the rating of PG-13, this leads more toward the violence, of course, with all the action and adventure, but this is a pretty good movie for families. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to our spoiler wall. Hopefully, if you haven't seen this movie, you can go now enjoy it as much as we did. Um, and after you're watching, enjoy, come back and listen to the regular scheduled program. For everybody else who's just listening all the way straight through, we're just going to blaze through some announcements here super quick. Uh, the first one, especially prevalent today, we would love and appreciate greatly appreciate if you get back us on kickstarter as you're seeing today and the delayed of this podcast we got some great technical difficulties that we would appreciate being to improve upon with better better equipment but we really appreciate you listening um if you would be so inclined we'd appreciate if you back us on kickstarter you can search us just the basement binge on kickstarter or the link is always in the show notes for you to check out um but yeah, thanks. And as well, we also are still striving to hit our goal with 1,000 downloads by the end of the year. And oh, I yes. know something about. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and I know we we've been kind of updating you on numbers uh, in terms of downloads and everything. But we we look. It looks like we are on pace to reach that. But we can't take it for granted, guys. We need your help every single week. And if you enjoy the podcast, share it with anybody you know. Like seriously, I feel. When I, I'm the kind of person when I really enjoy something, I gotta tell someone about it. Like, dude, did you see this video or watch this movie? Any anything it is that I enjoy, I gotta share it with someone. Cause I I think that's how I really connect with people, is just talking about things I'm passionate about or things that I love. So if you guys enjoy the podcast, please share it with someone, um, so they can enjoy it too, and then we could all just have a great time talking about movies and this sweet podcast. So hook us up guys. Yeah, and, and in all honesty, if there's only one thing you can do between back us on Kickstarter or share the podcast, I would prefer that you share the podcast. That would, that would be phenomenal if you could share it with your friends. That, that would be great. Even just like a shout out on Instagram, like just put something on your story. Just, hey guys, go check out this sweet podcast. I had a ton of fun listening to it. Or tweet at us, whatever it is. Any way of help or any way you can help us would be greatly appreciated. Another announcement that we have is that Kate and I are both involved in a podcast that's coming out over on the ContraZoom pod. Um, thank you, Dakota, for involving us in that. It's going to be called the Best of the Decade podcast. We're just talking about all the films that came out in the last decade. It's going to be quite the event that he's putting together. little spoiler, this film that we're watching today has made my list for the Best of the Decade, so he'll get a little pre-thought into what I'm saying about why it deserves that position in the Best of the Decade. But thanks, Dakota, for involving us. Um, we'll have his show listed in the notes as well, so you can go subscribe there, the Contra Zoom pod. Um, that I'm excited for. Thanks for involving us. So we'll jump in here, do a little show breakdown here for you, as always. Um, full disclosure, all the spoilers are coming out here. And we'll jump first into our two cents, which is where we review, you know, where we get our, our two minutes to give our knee-jerk reactions to the film and what we think about it. 
um, and and why you get two minutes of uninterrupted time. Then moving on to pick our poison and MCU ranking, where we just decide if we would buy it. Uh, yeah, then on a pick your poison and our MCU ranking, follow that up with binge points, which is just like the fun details and Easter eggs we noticed. Then least and likes, which is exactly what it sounds like, and then fall in, which is where we discuss the themes and messages and have some pretty great conversation. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing. So we'll jump into it here first with my two cents. Throw up two minutes there for me, Cade, and we'll get going. So, wow, this film is incredible. I have a lot to say about it. I already mentioned that the music's amazing. I just got to say that because I love it. But I'm blown away by this film every single time. Um, man, there's a lot to talk about. You just, you just really, really get a timely movie. In our world of constant and ever-changing right and wrong and are trying to progress away from less wrong in our world... This movie and film has a lot to say about what's worth giving up in trying to achieve that less wrong. It's a perfect story for Captain America, the, the man of justice. It, it fits him perfectly. But on top of that, it's just a great action movie. It's such a good spy thrill with great action, particularly that bridge scene with Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Because typically in MCU movies, a lot of it, you just have the actor fighting against a tennis ball in a blue screen. Um, the later they're just composed next to the other character unless they're fighting each other and it's rare that that happens and they do it to avoid spoilers and whatever but you just see two actors stunt doubles combination of the two just going to town and it, on a bridge and it just makes for some incredible and amazing action just to watch and it's just really really incredibly impressive and and so it's amazing because you so you have the Russos coming in, and they're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to blow everybody's mind with our first MCU movie and first movie in general. They're like, all right, we got some great action. We're going to blow your socks off with this incredible action. While you're looking for your socks, trying to pick those up, we're going to blow your underpants off with the great emotional grip and complexity that it gives to Captain America. And while we're trying to find your underpants, we're going to blow your mind with the with the great message we have to say about what's right and wrong in the world and Captain America's stance on it. And it, it's just phenomenal. We've got great music to help us out, too, and it's it just Really, it, it blows my mind every time because you take Captain America and this great period piece he's in and then you drop him in New York City and there's a lightning god and a tin man who flies around and a giant green rage monster and then two spies and you got Steve Rogers leading the way against this army from space. And it's like, where do you go from there with both the character and the premise of his movies and, and development? And you just go from something so big to so small with this film. Um, but it feels gigantic just by the way it's done and the emotional complexity and struggle that it gives to Captain America and the great character arc that it gives him. It's it's just amazing to enjoy every time. I is it obvious this is my favorite? I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin. All right, shoot. Okay, so I think this movie. I well, amen to what Harrison said. Holy freaking cow! That's a great way to describe it because that's how this movie feels. Like you're just bombarded with greatness, and you're like, holy cow, what the heck is going on? But I think this movie impacted you in such a huge way, but using small means of doing it. Because you know, like Harrison mentioned, Avengers, there's space, you know, aliens and giant like war in New York City. But this one, you know, there's obviously like the giant like battle thing at the end with the helicarriers. But throughout the majority of the movie, it's just this classic spy, one-on-one hand-to-hand combat. Nothing like insane, like, oh my gosh, you know, some crazy powerful weapon. But it's just people going to town, like being spies, infiltration. And it's just really, really cool. And I love how this movie made you feel a lot of different emotions. 
like it hits you in different things but if I had to narrow it down to one thing that I, why I love this movie so much is because they took a lot of very big moral and like yeah moral issues or even ethical issues of problems we have in our world today and they made a movie about it like ugh, man it's so good I just what is right and then what you're willing to do for your friends and I just think it's incredible as we get to watch it all play out just in a great movie with people we love from the previous MCU movies and it just gives like a perspective we don't really can live out I guess in you know our daily lives or anything but it's just it was just so much fun to watch and pretty much every other scene I'm just like oh my gosh like my jaw's just on the floor because it's such a great movie. I love this so much. And ugh, I don't want to get too deep, but... It's been a while since you watched it, right? Yeah, it was probably since... It, I remember watching the movie theater with Cade. Mm-hmm. And I really think... I've seen, like, snippets. But I really think that was... Per, this is the second time I've watched it, like, all the way through. So, that when did that come out? Like, 20, 2014. Okay, 2014. So, Whoa, okay. five plus years. And Whoa, it wow. was it was seriously wow. like I felt like I was watching it all over. I remembered certain scenes, but some of the surprises were like, oh yeah, like that happened. That was so good. So oh man, so enjoyable. I love today's movie, guys. Dude, you got like three minutes. That was unfair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, kid, your right, turn. You only right. get half a minute. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, so this movie, um, I feel like this movie overall is overshadowed by the whole MCU, like the MCU in general. The thing is, you look, you look at the MCU and person from watching all of the movies and seeing and knowing the ending of all of, of, of the Infinity Saga, it, America, Captain America Winter Soldier, it kind of falls through the cra- cracks a little bit as far as like the main story. Because mm-hmm. the main yeah. story, you know, does that make sense? And so I feel like a lot of people don't really re- don't remember this movie, even though how freaking awesome this movie is and i'm sure there's a there's a bunch of people out there who can argue against me that this movie is unforgettable but it's over general in the general public of the mcu this movie it can be forgotten because it's kind of it's a sequel to the main captain america like captain america the first avenger and with civil war because civil war was like a major twist in the whole in the whole plot of the story but this winter soldier movie is just man it just needs more love honestly and in like and whenever someone sees it, I feel like after anybody sees this movie, they, they never really have anything bad to say. And it's just, like what Harrison and Kelton said, the action is just like, it's it's quality stuff. The action reminds me of Jason Bourne, reminds me of Jack Reacher, reminds me of all those great, awesome movies that I've seen where this action is, is real time. It's, it's you, you love to watch it. And I think this is like a timeless movie as far as action, as far as plot twists, as far as just this as emotional know up and down ladder that you're put through and i think one thing that needs to someone needs to be given some sort of reward for this for this certain movie i don't know if anybody was nominated for it i might i'll have to look that up but i will say this this is according to according to our rankings too this is probably one of the best movies that the mcu has ever come out with because just it just it's solid all around there's not a lot of weaknesses in the movie And that's my two cents. Wow. That is such a fun movie to talk about. Man. Such a good time. So uh, we'll move into the next section here. Going to Pick Your Poison and 
two and, and what was it rankings? Yeah, MC rankings. All right. Pick your poison and rankings. Here we talk about you know should we buy this movie? Should we rent this movie? Or should we just never see it again? I was thinking as well that we could add streaming as another one, as as like another ranking. I mean, if, if that's okay with you guys, I just thought that we could have our typical three, you know, never watch again, which is obvious, rent and buy, but then, like I said, add in their streaming, so if it's on a streaming service, I would watch it, and I'm not sure if that's between rent and buy, like above rent, or between never watch again and rent be- below it. I think, I think it, it, it could replace it. Yeah, I'd say below rent, because it's something like, like oh, I are, it I'm happens to monthly for Netflix or whatever, like, if I don't have anything else to watch, I'll go watch it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Renting is, like, you're actually going out of your way to spend money to watch the movie. Yeah. Okay, so, like, yeah, I'm already paying monthly for Netflix or whatever, and if I don't have anything else to watch and it's on there, I'll go give it a watch. Okay, all right, makes sense. So, okay, all right, uh, well, no, we'll add that. So it'd be, you know, buy the movie, it'd be renting the movie, or stream. streaming service, sorry. Mm-hmm. Buying the movie, streaming, streaming it. Buy, rent, no, Okay, stream. never watch again, stream rent buy okay so there's four categories to be clear and then after that we'll talk about our rankings before we watch the movie and and we'll kind of discuss what we do after um for me pick my poison i say this is this movie has to be above streaming it because it's a movie that it means a lot to me because it's just when it comes to like big events things that i loved of the mcu over the years of me watching it and then coming out in theaters, this this movie comes to mind. Like I remember walking out of the theater and just being blown away and just being so hyped about it and being a huge fan of Captain America. But also, um, you can't really, I mean, you can't rely on that streaming service. I feel like that's, for this movie, you gotta buy it, in my in my case. And in the rankings, I have it in, the, in phase two at number two. Just below Guardians of the Galaxy, which is that's our next movie, which we'll be watching after this. But this movie is just—it's gonna be—it's just good all around, like I mentioned before. I've repeated myself over and over, but I'm being serious about it. This is this is a buy, absolutely. All right, um, for me, pick my poison. Keep it simple. Freaking buy the dang movie. Like I was thinking about it. If I had to pay five dollars every single time I wanted to watch this movie, I would do it every single time. Because it's that good, and I know I would enjoy it. Like the amount of enjoyment I just went through for watching this movie, it was totally worth like twenty bucks. So there's that. So I would definitely buy this. And then for my MCU ranking, before just ranking them all, I had this coming in at number six. I know this is gonna go up, hands down. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be top. High, it so. is, you know, and it's hard because I look at the other movies that are probably gonna have to go down, but I I can't say like it's gonna stay there it has to go up it has to because it's so good and like i said it's been like five and a half years since i watched this last so now that it's fresh in my mind i know it's probably top four top three maybe so yeah i forgot to mention that my rankings for all time before was at number three for this movie so it's i'm right there with kelton there all right, so obviously I would definitely buy this movie. I mean, I already do own it in multiple formats. It was also the first MCU movie that I chose to buy. I mean, like my family had owned some, but the one that I bought on my own, this was the first one. But I also agree with what Kate said, that it really kind of is a forgotten movie in the general public of the MCU. And like, at least in my impression of it, like people online that talk about the movie and fans of the MCU, like on Core or Reddit, they really love this movie. But I feel like it just in general conversations... It's kind of forgotten because I feel like most of the impact in this movie has no lasting value 
I mean what it does to Captain America and his growth, but also the introduction of Falcon and and the character development of Black Widow and Natasha, like that definitely stays. But the impact it has on Shield, it doesn't have lasting weight. Like it just it doesn't really seem like it has a lasting impact. Uh, so maybe that's why I sort of forgot. But I mean personally, I definitely buy it. I mean I've already watched it, rewatched it many times this year alone. So it'd be a waste of money if I had was not buying it. As far as my ranking goes, it is my number one of all time in the MCU, and also number one in Phase 2. Definitely solidified itself there on the list, uh, but I don't want to sound too confident, because there's a lot of great films coming out that I have not watched as frequently as this one. So, that could change. We'll, we'll see what happens. But it's definitely solidified itself up at the top. Alright, that wraps up our rankings and pick our poison that leads us into the next segment, which is binge points. These can be little Easter eggs or just things we really liked or loved when we were watching the movie. Maybe some uh, special things that maybe a lot of us didn't notice or anything like that. So, I'll start us off with something that, I don't know if many would consider this a binge point, but I love how... Captain or Steve Rogers went back and he had his moment where he he kind of he went to that Captain America museum and watched like his story and he looked at Bucky's story and Peggy and like he even visited Peggy in the hospital which holy cow that was so sad again oh like ah you know the, the line when he says he's like what is it he he says you know I'm just you're the best like girl or something like I you still owe me a dance or something and it's just like oh man like I'm gonna cry real quick it's so sad I think you know spoiler oh, I can't I can't spoil that like that's way too far ahead of us right now but man that is so sad the whole story with Captain America and Peggy wow if you like don't cry at that part there's something wrong with you because Man, that really just tugs at the heartstrings. But I just love how um, just Steve Rogers, we get to see him trying to transition into the new world um, after being asleep for decades, you know, in the ice. And he comes out and everything's different and he still is kind of caught up in what he was doing at the time and just those stories that happen and stuff. So definitely a binge point for me. Really, this movie's full of so many great... Easter eggs and, and like one of the first ones I want to point out is I love how Captain America has both a stealth suit and a stealth shield that are both like blacked out and really dark. But when he wants to jog Bucky's memory, he goes and puts on like his original suit and it just looks so sick when he does. But the, his stealth suit is sweet. And um, sorry to interrupt, but I didn't. I I thought about that when we first watched it when he goes onto the carry or that ship, and I'm like, well, his suit is like super like grayish black i was like well i wonder and if it's like different shield is like great yeah out. and i didn't even suit. like connect like it where like suit. that's a stealth suit you know where he like for night missions and stuff yeah because you know we see him like wear a different suit later on and it's like a lot more vibrant and colorful and stuff but wow that is so freaking cool i have yeah. a different suit for night missions another scene that's just like full of easter eggs is, is uh sitwell the bald guy uh that they throw off the building <laughs> When he they like capture him, he's just spouting out information about Zola's algorithm. He just says a bunch of names, and he's like uh, Tony Stark, S- Stephen Strange, um, and then he says um, a man. In I'm, I'm kind of well, I'm, I'm cheating here. I'm just looking it up on online. But he's like a man, uh, a man in Iowa City, and a man stuck in Cairo, Egypt. And I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure 
that that's Moon Knight. It goes back that far to what? this movie. Yeah. So Holy like, freak. So- Which he's a cool character, Mark Spector. But, I mean, there's like a ton of them that just went over my head that I have no idea about. Wait, who's the valedictorian in Iowa? And I'm not, I'm not sure. I've only read one issue of it, but I think it's Moon Knight. He's, he's such a cool character. The, he's coming to Disney Plus. I'm so excited about that. So he, he's kind of like Batman, but not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited for the show. Another great one is all the aerial shots in this movie. Like this, the cinematography of it. There were so many that were just like, wow, that looks really good. That is impressive. I, I, I don't know the aerial shots. I was just really, really impressed with. The second thing is the action in this movie. We've mentioned it a bunch, but it's just so good. Particularly that fight on the bridge. You just, I don't know if they're speed ramping, but. No, it's, but there's it's a like, video I found on Twitter a couple weeks ago where it shows them filming that. It's like just some dude like on his phone, like just filming it. And it's legit real time. Oh my God. And it shows them like rehearsing, like they stop and they're like, okay, you got to ch- like, remember to like duck your head at this part and like throw an elbow or whatever. And then they do it again. And it's like. Oh my gosh, it's See, real! When like you get good choreographed uh, fighting, it's so good. You really so appreciate cool it yeah. so much. Every or like the fight that Steve has with the dude on the boat—I forget his name. Oh yeah, um, that, I can't remember. Uh, but that seems sweet. He, like, oh, he puts the shield, shield on takes, his back and like his helmet off. Oh, that's, oh, that's so. Sweet. That's actually a uh, reference I wanted to to point out. I had it on my had it on my phone just now, but as I'm getting to, I'll reference another one. Is that throughout the whole movie, um, Black Widow as was wearing a necklace, and on the necklace oh, yeah. had had an arrow on it, which is a reference back to Hawkeye. Oh, is that? It's like what the heck? That was such a small detail. Yeah, it was like Widow's ne- yeah Widow's necklace. Is it? I think he gave it. Clint Barton gave it to her. It was like super huge. Um, this. So let's see. So right here. So the Lemurian star. So. I'll just read right here. Um, the action sequence with ki- which kicks off the film shows Captain's com- combat effectiveness as he takes down an entire squad of mercenaries who have taken control of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s f- freighter. It also happens to be home to not one, but two references to the comic book source material. For starters, a gifted martial arts known as Bartruck. Oh, I probably butch- Yeah, that's the guy he fights. He's actually in the comic. And his name, is- the book villain is called Bartruck the Leaper. And his clothing keeping the purple and gold is following the comic books and what he looked like. So that was pretty cool. It was a huge reference to that, but in answering your question of who he was, that was him. You can just, well, two things. You can tell that the Russo brothers really have a lot of respect and love the source material of the comics. Like, they not only directed this movie, but they went on to direct Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Endgame. And in all those movies, you can just see the love for the source material in these characters. But they've also said in interviews they love the character of Captain America, especially like the emotional weight and complexity that he gains. They've, I mean, the Russos have said it in interviews as well. They love the character of Captain America and the emotional weight and complexity that they gained, that he gains, mainly because of him, them. But I mean, both Kevin Feige, Chris Evans, and the Russo brothers just props to all of you guys in adding such emotional complexity to a one-dimensional character. I mean, you you take a part of the reason that I love this movie is you take a look at the first Captain America movie that is a great period piece, a great World War II film, where they really did a good job adapting a propaganda character who just punched Hitler in the face, and they made a great movie, and I love it, and it gives Captain America such moral high ground and just a great introduction to the character of 
Captain America. Not not like like characterized in like the individual character he has. Um, but then like where where do you go from that? How do you act as that character that just like you want to talk about justice or truth or whatever whatever he says in Thor Dark World? Like like how do you you act as that? How do you add any emotion and weight to that? And I just really love what the Russos have done in writing and directing of this character and Chris as well. He deserves mention there. It's, it's just pretty amazing. Other thing that I love is the introduction of Falcon and his wings. Those are sweet. Like if I'm going to fly, that's how I want to fly with that thing. It's, it's cool. And Captain uh, Falcon's just like an underrated character. I forgot how cool he was. And like, there's this scene where he's being chased by a Quinjet and black widow, or maybe it was Maria Hill was like, where are you at? Like something like that. And he's like, sorry, I got to take a detour. And so like, I'm going to shot down my plane. Like, he's just like, I got to take a detour. Like, <laughs> what a way to say that. Another reference I wanted to point out was the, in, it shows a scene where winters Bucky's being brainwashed. Oh, uh-huh. So the guy that's doing the controlling the whole machine thing, he's the actual creator of the comic winter soldier. Oh, cool. His name, if I Trying to find it right here. He's the, his name's Ed Burbaker, Brubaker, and so he got a cameo in that. Oh, cool. Oh, also, Joe Russo has a cameo in this movie. He's the doctor. Oh, and uh, Nick Fury's grave. That's a reference to Pulp Fiction and the character that Samuel L. Jackson plays in that movie, which is great. So with Nick Fury... Um, so he he's talking. There's the part where he's talking to Captain America about trust, and he's like, "Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye." And I was thinking back to uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, and don't bring this up. It bothers me so much. <laughs> it's like, wait, hold on a sec. I'm trying to like piece together like who did he trust and like how was that trust betrayed to where he lost his eye? And I I don't want to spoil it right now for how he loses his eye in Captain Marvel, but. If you guys watch that anytime soon, like give us a tweet or something because I'm still confused because okay. that really didn't well, like this, make this sense. This bothered me <laughs> so badly because like I, I was gonna say put it this way: you, you think about so let's without any spoilers. Without any spoilers, let's go back to the Dark Knight. This is kind of going off off train here. Is that whenever someone asks about Joker's backstory of how he became the Joker, the Joker had multiple stories throughout the that whole movie. But he, had, he had a father who was drunk and so on and so forth is that I think and then let's grab it back to MCU Nick Fury may have done something similar to that where he just kind of makes up his own well, backstory he did yeah. do that with Avengers though with like the playing cards yeah of what's his name Agent Coulson Coulson yeah and how he like the trading cards were in his pocket and they're all like bloodied and stuff yeah, and even though that like good. didn't happen so he used it to maybe like manipulate the Avengers to get like what he wanted so maybe he was doing that thing again because it's not like, you know, Captain America just be like, no, uh, like, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I lost an eye oh, last time I trusted someone. I was like, oh, okay. Like, you got to accept that. Like, you yeah, can't. That, that, that's something that Nick Fury would do. But so I, that, that does make sense. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That really is something Nick would do. That's a good observation. But, like, not to spoil Captain Marvel or anything, but, like, I, I love that scene where he talks to Captain America. He's like, last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. And then, like, later when he lifts up his eye patch, he's like, you got to keep both eyes open. You just, you just, like, take this character who's, like, totally a boss and just, like, I'm in charge. Like, I'm unstoppable. Just total Nick Fury status. You take this epic moment and you turn it into a joke. And, like, I remember being in Captain Marvel in the theaters and being like, what? No, that's how you did that? That's not true. Like, you can't ruin it. And it bothers me. So I've thought about it a lot. And, like, my opinion is that 
It's a reference to Avengers, the first one, where Nick Fury trusts like Loki and or not Loki, sorry. He trusts Thor, and because of his trust in Thor, he loses Coulson, who is one of his agents and like his best eye. Um, but I still like Cade's thought about it better. I, I think that's way fits the character of Nick Fury. Yeah, I do too. It, it fits in with the character of like who Nick Fury is, and it, it would seem like something he would do to get Steve Rogers to... Bleh, I can't remember what he asked him to do then, but... Two other bench points that I want to point out, point out that are fun. Sharon, Agent 13, who's... Uh, Steve Rogers' neighbor. <laughs> she goes N-word and joins the CIA after Shield's down. And then Maria Hill, she goes and works for um, Stark Industries. Second, though, give us more Maria Hill. She is amazing, and we need more of her. Oh, she's Okay, I know this isn't, like, necessarily a binge point, but holy freaking cow, when Nick Fury is in his freaking car, that whole <laughs> scene! Let's say it's not, not my favorite scene, though. Yeah, but it's mine though. It's like gotta be careful. Okay, let me let me just say this because that scene's not my favorite. There's the cinematography in that scene is just amazing. Like from the second that the two cars pull up to the moment where he escapes, like the cinematography is just like wow. Like it's just it's just amazing. It's, just, it's such a fun scene. Good for you. Like, that movie just... is so good at making it suspenseful. Like yeah, you're watching, you're like on the edge of like drive, dude. Come on. Yeah, you know, I, this movie's just so, I mean, Captain America's trilogy. I really, truly believe it rivals the Dark Knight trilogy. I mentioned that earlier, and and maybe this is blasphemous to say among movie lovers, but I truly compare this film to the Dark Knight. Really, the two middle films are so similar in these two trilogies. You know, the way the the scenarios that the heroes get into, the music, the cinematography, the storytelling, the way the beats move, and how it works together, the filming. I just, I just love it all, and. Yeah, that oh, that scene that scene's so awesome. dope, and like all the gadgets he has. And... Oh yeah, just like the whole freaking car is dope, and just everything he does to. And I love how he's so sarcastic with his car too. He's like, "Is there anything not damaged?" He's like, "The AC is fully functioning." <laughs> like, just so, yeah, wow, what a what a great scene. So, do we have any other well, binge points before we dive into our next segment? I mean, we kind of half dived in, but. Yeah, okay, yeah, so this is the so this is the start of our least and likes. This is the point where we talk about our least favorite scenes and also our favorite scenes and combinations of comparisons and what the differences were. And this is just a fun little banter segment. And you know, I'll start since since we since Kellen kind of spoiled it a little bit, but that's fine. My favorite scene was the scene where he freaking is in his car. He's battling a whole freaking army with him and his SUV. It's just it's so sick. Wanna see my lease? <laughs> That's such like a Samuel L. Jackson line. Like, you know, flippity dude off anybody like oh. Oh. So funny. Oh my gosh. I that whole scene is just Cause you don't you don't see it coming. What first of all, is that he's just being sarcastic. He's just hate he's just like having a bad day. So he's just yapping off to these weird cops. They're just like following him. But then he, as he's going through it, he's just like He's got every freaking trick in the book. I mean, holy crap. They they sent all these cops after him to with all these machine guns and this massive like I don't know what we call it, uh, this breacher. I know they there's they use it in SWAT, but like it's this massive machine they try to break open the the window. That's a heck of a strong window, yeah, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. It like flipped the car up like 
in the air every single time it hit it. Like, holy cow. That was probably bulletproof. That would make sense. That yeah. Nick Fury would have bulletproof windows. Yeah, that... Dude, the SUV thing is so cool, though. So sick. It's, like, self-driving. He's just turning. <laughs> like, great, like, let alone how sweet the scene is in the context of the movie, that's just a great chase scene. Like, oh, yeah. Just to appreciate in the art of filmmaking. One thing I want to point out was that they kept they kept that, even though they were kind of, they went crazy on Nick Fury's van or his SUV, but there's a point where, when there's a lot of, when there's movies out there where they're, they're, it's this car chase, and there's a point they run, there's a point they run into traffic. And they just somehow always seem to find a way out around it, where they it, they turn right and the sh- the street's completely empty, or like yeah. they mount like in the the Dark Knight, they mount the curb and they they avoid all of that. Mount the curb. I mean, you all know that line, right? But in this one, he can't really avoid it, so he kind of just like just plows <laughs> through the freaking back and forth, just back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> so good, and I don't know. It's just it's just a whole like whole Samuel Jackson. Are we doing likes scene. first? Our favorite favorite scene first. Do we I, even have any lists? I do. I actually do too. Okay. <laughs> I don't right now. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So, cause kids started with favorite. I'll go into my favorite. Wow, there's so much I could choose, but you know, honorable mentions go to the elevator scene. That was so sick. When oh Rod, yeah. Like America just wrecks everybody in the elevator. But I gotta say. Okay, this is so hard. I'm deciding between two, and they're both right at the end. They almost come right after another. Is when Bucky is pulling Captain America out of the lake. I have so much to say about that scene. Wow, that is so freaking sick. No words, just music, and seeing Bucky pull him out, like unconscious Rogers. And it's almost wow. like quiet music. Yeah. It's so yeah. contrasting. And you, like in the background, you see like the smoke and the fire. And Bucky's just kind of like taking in his surroundings and just like walks off. Like, I, for the sake of not being able to justify how I feel watching that scene, I'm just not going to even try. Just go watch it and you'll feel what I feel because, jeez, it's so good. But I got I really, really like the scene with Nick Fury when he burns his little shed. Like, I had to say, that's probably my favorite scene. (laughs) Because, you know, takes off the eye patch in slow-mo, puts on his glasses, hood up, lights a match, and he's just chilling, watching his shed burn. (laughs) And it just, like, totally, not only, like, it it just like it just so Samuel L. Jackson like it perfectly combines the theme of the movie Samuel L. Jackson and Nick Fury just perfectly it's like all right on top of that let's add some slow mo it it was as so as possible just and like, all right add slow mo <laughs> just like that's like the definition of dope if you're to like Google search that it's just gonna pull up that scene Jackson's just chilling where's, watching where's this shed burn I mean come on it's too good to be mean it, yeah it's too <laughs> good it's too legendary. But I love that scene too, just because we kind of like Harrison said, it just kind of captures everything about Nick Fury and the movie, and just also of everything that just happened. What it signifies that Shield is and like Hydra are technically no longer like official, but that it's like an end of like a timeline, end of like a dynasty to put it like that but i just thought it was so freaking good i loved those two final scenes so those are my favorites okay so i'll start with my least favorite and it it has less to do with what comes after this film because of it and less to do with happens in this film 
because I'm genuinely trying to remember what happens to S.H.I.E.L.D. after this, and I just feel like there is no lasting impact that happens. The, the, the dynamics of both the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. just, just like, what, what happens? Like, everything feels like it just stays the same, and, like, I just feel like there should have been more lasting impact by all of S.H.I.E.L.D. being destroyed, and I just, I wish there was that, and it's not there, so, I mean, maybe that will change with future viewings, but, yeah. So, on to my favorites here, honorable mention, you already mentioned the elevator scene, so second honorable mention is that bridge scene that I keep bringing up, like, from the moment that they're driving and the dude gets chucked out the window to the second that they escape, it's just, like, so captivating, everything about it, from, like, the way that Winter Soldier, and, I mean, this isn't even my favorite, it's, it's just an honorable mention. Sorry, hold up, before you get into it, I just gotta remember that scene right in the beginning when he's on the ship, and Harrison, or we're watching, like, ready, watch this, and it shows Captain America kick this dude off the ship. He's just dead. <laughs> it's so funny because the dude flies like oh, eighty it's, miles an it's hour. Too. It's eighty miles an hour from like one foot. If like it's one foot of space, just boom, 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 boom. like fifteen feet away, just gone. Like. And it was funny too because like Cap jumps on the ship and strangles this dude and probably just knocked him unconscious. But like, did you kill him? Like he was like, did he actually kill him? Like, no, just wait, this other guy's dead. Like I knew that scene was coming, and then it happened. I was like, that guy's dead. and it was so and was funny like, to watch because like, he totally obliterated this guy. Well, it was just like this guy. He's about to kick. He'll die. And then he kicked him <laughs> and we all just burst out laughing. Yeah, anyway, sorry to interrupt. No, Continue with okay. what you were saying. So, my favorite scene is when Captain America helps Bucky when they're on the helicarrier and it's kind of crashing down. He helps Bucky get up from underneath the rubble um, and then they start fighting. And you just, it's just such an incredible scene because you have these two men who are at their the end of their ropes holding on for dear life physically and mentally and emotionally fighting everything to not fight each other while actually fighting each other and then you have captain america steve rogers make an incredibly selfless move to just let himself go and says to bucky in an incredible way i'm with you till the end of the line uh for his friend and it it's just incredible and later you have bucky carrying captain america uh, up after the it crashes and kellen you said you didn't have words for it and you know forgive my patriotism no, actually don't, because it's a good thing. You have Bucky carrying Captain America through the mud with the American flag, the red, white, and blue, blood-stained, being worn by the only person who is willing to fight for his country and for those that he loves because it's the right thing to do, for not a single selfish reason, just because it's right and he loves his friends, and he loves his country. For no political power, no power or recognition in general, just because it's right. Quality stuff. Just Dang, dude. Fills my I want to like start saying the national anthem right now. Just like. <laughs> oh, it's more America than a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good. As you guys could tell, this movie is great because we had a really hard time like I hear, I listen to you guys talk about your favorite scene. Like, right, that's my favorite scene. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's hard to decide a favorite scene because the whole movie's freaking good from start to finish. So, but for the sake of time, I think that puts us to our last to our segment, last segment. which is one. our fall end. Harrison, you want to take us away? You know, really, there's a lot of things I have to say about the film, but I'll be quick for the sake of time because Kate's got to get out of here. I mentioned this earlier about how. Our, we live in such a different world where there's this continual struggle between right and wrong and progressing from less wrong and, and away from it and trying to have less of it in the world. And in that journey, there's things that are sacrificed. 
And I love what this film questions. And I got to say questions because I don't think it gives us all an answer in the in a, in a good way. I love what it raises and, and causes me to question about what is sacrifice and what's worth sacrificing in that journey and what should and shouldn't be given up or what I can or can't give up um, in that journey. And it, it's just a very, very, very timely message that I love to think about. You know, one of, one of my favorite comics to read is Civil War II, particularly the little branch off story of Miles Morales and how it affects him. Uh, I don't want to spoil the comic, but what happens is that there's um, an inhuman who has the ability to see visions of a potential future. And so then seeing that vision, some of the Avengers, they go and fight or take down the culprit, the, the evil doer of that, that vision, so to speak. Um, and it's only, like I said, a, a potential future. So there's a lot of profiling involved in that, a, a lot like this movie. And it's a strongly impacts Miles Morales. And it's a really interesting story to, to read. And again, I, I don't think it, it's just, a, I don't have all the answers to those questions, but it's a conversation that I enjoy having, even if it's just in my head. Um, that, that's a, a conversation that I enjoy having, even if it's just in my head. And I, I just love it. I also love what this movie does for the character and the development of Captain America. You have this character who really, truly only knows how to fight a war. You know, that's what he gave his life doing. Um, and that's kind of where his life ended. There was no progression in, in in what his life was for. And then he comes back to life. And the first thing he does is he leads an army of superheroes to fight invading aliens from another world. And that's a pretty big deal. How do you move on from that? And, and there's few things that this poor man is holding on to. He's holding on to Peggy who she's old and and losing her mind and isn't even able to remember him anymore. And, and then his one friend who he thought he died, it turns out that he's actually evil and has been assassinating people this whole time. So the one thing that you're a part of is S.H.I.E.L.D. and your ability to, to fight for what's right. And then you realize that that's been compromised and you don't know how, if you've been fighting for right at all. How do you, how do you move on from that? And you can't, you just start over. And that's exactly what Captain America does, and I and Steve does, and I love it, and I love the weight that it gives him, particularly in the later films, especially like Civil War. Um, I just gotta say this: I, I remember watching Civil War for the first time and being very confused, and like, why why are they fighting? And then I went and watched this one afterwards, and I thought, wow, you know, like I really understand why Steve Rogers is the way he is after this film. I also love the character development of Falcon and the relationship that Falcon... What's Falcon's real name? Sam. That Sam and Falcon are able to... Oh my, that Sam and Steve Rogers are able to develop and how they become friends and, and Steve's able to rely on Sam. It's pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, I just love what the film has to say about right and wrong and sacrifices and trying to discover what right and wrong is in a world that is definitely not the 1940s anymore and the complexity that that would carry i think it's incredible yeah one i'll be really quick one thing i noticed there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes in this movie where you can pause it screenshot and make it a screensaver or like a poster somewhere one where he fall like captain america's falling off the helicarrier and it's like this slow-mo where he's falling backwards you can pause that and that's a great spot she's like a great scene another one is when Oh, it's the head of head of Shield. He's talking to the Winter Soldier and his and her 
and his like friend or maybe wife or something like that. She's on the other side and there's a there's a pillar in between where it's like light cinematography of this light contrast oh, like on the other side. Maid lady. Right. And then yeah. on the left it has him in, in, in like just the yeah. dark talking to the winter soldier. And you can just see that there's like you could people someone could argue that there's always two sides to somebody. Of like there's someone who's their personal desires and someone who wants to do good. And people can argue about that. And the other one was when Bucky's walking away from saving Captain America from the water, and you see the scene of of this destruction from one side, and then water. I don't know if you can tell, but the water gets lighter as it gets closer to Captain America, and then it's Captain America on the side of the of the bank, and there's all these green trees, and like those to me, those trees like stuck out to me, and it's like someone can have a past that's like destructive and you know dangerous and can really ruin their lives but then, but there can always be some place where a uh, friendship uh someone's life someone's story can grow to something that's better something that's good and that can that that can be captured in just that 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 one wow. one scene and that was like probably the biggest thing i want to talk about in this, in this segment cool. is that and i think maybe that's one of the messages this, this movie tried to get across is that someone can have a past but someone people can change and those who you really care about are going to be on that side where you can grow. I also love the impact that this um, has later in Civil War on both Steve slash Captain America and Bucky slash the Winter Soldier. And I mean, I watched Civil War. It was on Netflix. I watched it before seeing the Winter Soldier. And then I was like, why are they fighting? Like, what's going on? And then I came back and watched this and I was like, oh, you know, now I understand why Steve Rogers did what he did. I understand both his stance towards Bucky as a friend, but also his stance on social structure and ideas. And I think it just starts a really profound conversation and arc for both Steve and, and Tony, but you know that's getting a little bit too into Civil War and we haven't even watched that film yet. But really, I agree with what Cade said, I, especially about the Winter Soldier slash Bucky, that you really could just pause that and frame that scene and it would tell the whole story and message of this movie in, in a really profound and beautiful way. And I've never noticed that before. So good eye, Caden. I, I really agree with you there. So mine is with the same scene, but it's just right before he like Captain America falls into the water is when he's up on the carrier and he's trying to convince Bucky like he's good. And, you know, as much as I really, really dislike Captain America, I feel like he would be like the greatest person to ever like be friends with. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, here you have Bucky. Obviously, he's clouded. He's gone through this, like, crazy stuff. And he's trying to complete his mission. He's a, a killer, an assassin. And Captain America, you know, he saved the world. He did his mission. And he's trying to save his friends. He's like, I'm not going to fight you. He's like, your name is James, James Buchanan, Buchanan uh, Barnes. And, like, wow, that is so... What a great friend to have. Just... The value of friendship and what it means to Captain America is incredible. Because I see myself as like a loyal guy. Like I'm willing to do a lot of things for my really close friends. Like even if it's like doing some really hard things, I feel like I would make those sacrifices. But I feel like Captain America will be a greater friend than I ever like will be able to because he's such a good guy and he's willing to die for the sake of his loyalty to the friendship he has with Bucky. Even though it's technically not Bucky and he will die if he doesn't, like, fight back, he will not, like, dishonor that friendship. And I think that goes, you know, without saying is it goes a long ways. And 
I mean, that's it, what we could all aspire to be like as a friend to everyone else to be the very best friend they like. Yeah, I agree with you, especially with what Kate said and 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 Bucky and how he's able to move towards green growth if we want to continue with an analogy, but how that was only possible because of the interaction he had with such a good friend of Steve Rogers. And I think it has a lot to do with what came from the the first Captain America film when he was told not to just be a soldier but a good man. That line you pointed out, Kelton. And it really just the continuity that it gives to the character of Captain America is amazing. Yeah, so I respect for Captain America. America. I, I like you a little more from watching this movie, but <laughs> still, I got to stick to my guns. I just remembered how freaking terrible you are in Civil War, so it's okay. But honestly, that's what I really learned from this movie, just the value of friendship and how we could all try and be a better friend and just really make sacrifices for people we care about. Now, sadly, we have no more time, but clearly we have a lot more things to say, so tweet at us. Let's have a conversation. But more importantly, just go enjoy this film. It's just, come on. Like, it's an amazing film. Just everybody go watch it. Go enjoy it. Have a good time. It's amazing. Peace out, home dogs. It's been great. Ciao, ciao. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.